Stand by for action. Hey everybody! Welcome hey. to the Punk Side Podcast number two hundred something something. Yes, Thank actually, you, you know what? This might well. It's getting close to two fifty. I don't think. I don't it's think we're quite. I don't think we're quite there yet, are we? Not quite there, but we're getting very close. Um, it's funny. I was, you know, here's here's what I'll say, Neil. This is the only podcast I know of where a man will send his wife to a sketchy neighborhood <laughs> with only her son to protect her to look at some furniture. Well. Her husband sits upstairs like a great bloated beast on his bed podcasting. I got, I got, I got two things to say about that. Hamburger hey. juice fresh on my chest. Hey, which son is it? Is it son one or son two? Son two, my younger one. Oh, the younger one. Well, he's he's fit. No one. Well, maybe he's not yeah. nearly as big, but no. he's tough. Yeah, he's tough. Um, and then and so- he, uh, go ahead. And he's he's girlfriendless, so he needs to be occupied. Oh no! Yeah, he's gonna be. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. and the second thing is, oh, where in your neighborhood is a bad neighborhood to be honest? Oh, no, no, it's in GR. Oh, it's in GR. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say it's a, a very diverse neighborhood. My, my town is not diverse. Your, t- your town is certainly not diverse. In fact, Dude, I, in fact, I think we'll get to your town later on when we talk about Jason Aldean. But, Dude, uh, I got, I, I got, you know what? I'm going to start with this anecdote, but first punctual die 77 at Gmail, punctual die in the Facebook group, um, it's uh, I don't know, I forgot where I was going with this. But uh, oh, so we've been having a little bit of uh, petty crime here in Coopersville. In Coopersville, what the fuck? You're gonna get shot. Well, well, the funny thing is, like you know, we kind of have an attitude about how little crime we have, where we take pride in the fact that we don't lock anything, or you know, I like right. I never would lock my car at my house or anything like that. You know, right? I mean, if if we forget to lock the doors when we go to bed at night, we don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. We go on vacation and leave the door cracked for somebody to let the dog. Out. You know, it's just the way it is. But my dad uh, has got a little sports shop. He doesn't sell guns anymore, but he's got a little sports shop in town. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, got some stuff stolen out of his car that he had parked behind it, which is sort of visually isolated from the road with hedges and stuff. And uh, what are the odds the guy next door had cameras? So they saw who did it. Oh, and boy. this is this is this is rough, man. Because literally, it, th- there's like seven black kids in the town. Oh, for fuck's sake! And one of them was the one who stole who stole from. Him. And listen, don't get me wrong. My brother and I were both plenty petty criminals when we were kids. I don't want to give the impression. But it's just like, oh, gosh. So they just stole, like, like gift cards. Like, my parents, you know, they're always going to restaurants with gift cards. That's their, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. their entertainment. So he ended up getting them back. And Dad didn't want to press charges. But what he chose to do was, I'm not going to press charges, but I want, I want this kid to go to church with me. <laughs> so... What do I see Sunday, Neil? My mom and dad, 70-ish-year-old people, and four young black kids with them. How old? The, How old are we talking? 
oh, you know, 12, 13 area, maybe. <laughs> the kid who stole and then, you know, so a couple of his sisters just came for support or they liked to go to church. They went to church with grandma or something. And uh, it was definitely the most diverse that that uh, church had ever been. But you know what? They were they were nice kids, and and Dad's kind of taking him under his wing. And I'm just sitting there watching this going. This is like the new. This is like the next Tom Hanks movie or something going on right here. <laughs> My dad, the local redneck gun shop owner, taking this like mentoring these young black kids. And all I can think is, hey asshole, you have kids, you have grandkids. What are you doing? Where were you? Where were you when I was growing up? Anyway. Hmm. He's trying to make a better version of his own ratty children, I guess, with these these black kids. That actually sounds anyway, like that sounds like a Clint Eastwood movie, actually. It the does, last, doesn't the it? Last isn't couple it, of Clint Eastwood funny? movies, yeah. Isn't yeah. it funny? But you know, it's it's you know, only a small town, or, or try that in a small town or something, right? Try that in a big town, Neil. That's um, that's like you said, that's disappointing. I guess you'd be hoping that that wouldn't have been the case. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Boy. I mean, it is. It's just like, oh crap, you yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll be on the right path now that they've got taken under the wing of this crusty 70. 70- oh, it's, you know what's my dad's birthday today? I, didn't even, I better send him a text. Well, so here it is. So if it had been a Clint Eastwood movie, he wouldn't have taken him to church. He'd have made him work at his store. And then, there you well, go. And then what would have happened is, like, an older, like, black criminal would have busted in. And the kid would have like saved Clint Eastwood's life or something. No, no, no. He would have, Clint Eastwood would have had to save the kid from a life of gang by sacrificing his own old. I know that. Life, yeah, life, yeah, life. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, that is what happened in that movie. Well, I don't kid. know that we're gonna. Get, I don't know that we're gonna get to that level of cliche with this thing. But it is. It was. It did make me laugh. And listen, I hope these kids, you know, straight up fly right. And I hope. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, well, just that was a well there we go. That's so that leads to that like whole Jason Aldean thing, right? That don't try this in a small yeah. town. So, I mean, I don't know what your take on that is, but man, what a storm in a teacup that whole book. It really is. But don't, I think it's the same. You know, it's funny. I think it's both sides of the political aisle. The same thing with people losing their mind about Barbie. Yeah. I mean, do you think do you think the vast majority of conservative people really give a rat's ass about Barbie? And do do liberal people really care about this freaking Jason Aldean song? So I, I I don't listen to country music, you know, you don't either, I'm sure. Nope. But I had I had to look at the lyrics to this song because it's like, oh, this song endorses lynching and all this stuff. I'm like, I read the lyrics. What are you ta- what are these people talking about? Yeah, I mean, I- you have to be obsessed with racism to even see racism in this song. It's a little bit redneckish. But there's no racism there, right? You're a hundred percent right, and it's like I, 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 as normal, I do what I normally like to do. I got into a huge argument with Are people on Facebook about it. Yeah, yeah. but Evan's like, though. "Well, this is this is clearly racist. It's clearly he's talking about this. He's talking about that." Show it's me, like, show it's, me. It's like no, it's clearly it's just a city against it's small a town suck, America. It's That's just what a it is. Sucky song. Well, That's all it is. Well, it's it's what it's always been. It's been small town America versus the city. That's what it's about. Yeah, and well, it's and, nothing and, and to do with always, race. Well, but there's always this, you know, there's always this attitude, unfortunately. And once again, it's on both sides. You know, people who live out in the sticks are like, "Oh, city folks, you know, they're not about nothing but a bunch of homosexual communists." And then the folks in the city who think they're somehow, ex- you know, like, uh, you know, mentally superior to people who live yep. in the country is it's just just breathing in smog makes you smarter, you know. And it, it really is just a, a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. Yep. So, well, listen, I told you a story about what happens in a small town. We band together, regardless of race, to help raise each other's children up, Neil. That's what I told you. And this town is small, man, 4,500 people. 
Yeah, it made me. It made the town. The song actually made me think of of your town because because yeah. um, you do live in a small town, and it is. And just like um, Logansport, it's actually yeah. really nice. It's some. It's there's, a, there's, there's some really nice things about living in a small town. I'm, I'm sure there's some racist rednecks in this town. Matter of fact, I know them. I went to school with some of them. You know, I'm, I I know them well. But the fact of the matter is, we have no racial issues in this town. Right. All well, are welcome. As not, matter of fact, not until you're dead. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact, Neil, there's a black woman running for our city council. Hmm. Yeah. Will she get elected? I have no idea. Yeah. But I, I, it's just it, it, that just we, it, it, it just we it, actually we actually even have a, a transgender running for our city council. You have one. Have one in Cooper's. We have one running. Wow. I suspect it's a it's a male to female. I suspect she has a snowball's chance in hell of getting elected. But you know. I read her. I, I didn't know. I was told later. I actually had no idea that it was a, a transsexual person. But I read their like statement that they make for the little local election. I'm like, man, this this chick is pissed and like her like wrongly directed with her anger. I wasn't going to vote for her anyway. But What's I don't feel about? I don't feel guilty about not voting for her now because I found out. You know, I, I don't. I'm not voting for somebody based on some kind of weird stuff like that she was just just she was very you, i should have known it was a man in a woman's uh, or a, a, you know a man to woman yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pissing and moaning about taxes you never hear women pissing and moaning about taxes right uh, that's a that's like exclusively a man thing what about taxes just you know i i disputed my taxes and you know i'm being unfairly singled out and blah 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 you know that kind of thing everyone pays taxes dear it sucks that's what, well that's why people get into politics though because they're pissed off right I mean, yes. literally ninety percent of people get into politics because they're pissed off. Oh, they just want to make money. I guess. Well, let me tell you something. That fifteen hundred a year to sit on the Cruzeville Council is not going <laughs> to. I was thinking. Much I, was, I was thinking more of our beloved president, who's, uh, who's yes. been in it for like fifty years or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been uh, our beloved our beloved president, who's literally been leeching off the teat of government for like a fifth of the existence of our country. Yep, it's good, isn't it? But, and you know, well, you know, he's doing a great job. He's doing a not bang up job, Neil. Bang up job. Because yep. if you say anything bad about him, then you love Trump. So I'm just going to say he's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah, can we? Can we? Can we just say both sides? Neither <laughs> one is. Uh, neither oh, that one sounds is like great. fascist talk. That sounds like fascist <laughs> talk to me, Neil. Yeah, right. Yeah, the F word. The F word. Yeah. Okay. So yes. we know what one of us should play a song because I think this is going to be a lot of ranting tonight. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of <laughs> a lot. Of, I, I've been building up to some of this anger for like two weeks. So yes, and now you have it contained in alcohol or, or endorsed by alcohol. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk whatever. about that in a minute. Yeah. All right. What are you playing, Neil? Um, I am gonna play. Okay, so because uh, of all my anger, I've been listening to a lot of Oi recently. Mm. Um, a lot of English. more proof of your fat, more proof of your fascism. English and American, as a matter of fact. So actually, ah. this so the first one I'm going to play is a song is an actually an, a band I'd never heard of before. They're an English oi band, and they just released a new album. Um, the band is either called I see I don't even know what the band is really called. It's wow. either it, it's either Tear Up or Tear Up because it's spelled T E A R. So Dude, I don't know oi bands are tough. They're not crying. They're so tearing. If, well, yeah, but I figured it was Tear Up, but it could be Tear Up. But anyway, um, are they an emo oi band? Just the opposite, um, because the singer just got released from prison. So, <laughs> so he's got a teardrop tattoo. <laughs> you see, maybe that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the album is called "They Can Lock the Locks, But They Can't Stop the Clocks," and wow. um, this is the title track. So this is a uh, we'll call them Tear Up, Tear Up from uh, yeah from from London, I believe. Um, 
they can lock the locks, but they can't stop the clocks. It is now my duty to pass sentence. You are an habitual criminal who accepts arrest as an occupational hazard and presumably accepts imprisonment in the same casual manner. We therefore feel constrained to commit you to the maximum term allowed for these offences. You will go to prison for five years. Tear up there where they can lock the locks, but they can't stop the clocks, which I assume is about him being in prison and any prisoner being in prison saying that, yeah, you can lock us up, but eventually we're going to get out, so fucking watch in out. Engl- in England. In England. <laughs> in England, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're <laughs> we go somewhere. to USA, we'll keep you forever. Yeah, where a fucking murderer gets locked up for 17 years in England. It's fucking ludicrous, yeah. but there we go. Um. So, yeah, so the, yeah, the Jason Aldean thing just. Yeah, put it to bed, I guess. But um, it just got me so angry because a friend of mine posted and said something like, oh, I don't know what this song even is about. And then, like, four of our liberal friends immediately jumped on saying, it's racist, yeah. it's this, it's that, he's a yeah. fascist, he's that, it's that. And it's like, just look at the fucking lyrics. It's not. It's a dumb fucking country song. 
but it's yeah. just it's small town versus city. That's exactly what it I is. I mean, it, that's I'll all. Tell you what, it, it's it's typical of these type of things where the song went to number one, not that yep. great of a song, went yep. to number one. Why? Because it was such a fuss was made of it. And the other thing is, spoiler alert: he's a country musician. He doesn't write his own freaking songs. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even write it. Yeah. He just heard it and said, "That's what I want to sing about." And what was it? What was it like? The video was filmed in front of some courthouse where well, they, that's what they're where they some lynched somebody. Where they used to have, where they used to have lynchings, or, or they used to. I don't even know. Lynch, I'm, I'm like, I, 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 I'm like, well, you know that I don't. It's it's like the Uncle Sign, uh, Uncle Leo on Seinfeld thing. You know, remember, remember Uncle Leo? Everything oh, yeah. bad, everything bad that happened to him was because everyone was anti-Semitic. Yeah, <laughs> these new race baiters, like everything is racist. Everything is racist. So if you look hard enough, you're going to find racism, you know, well, if that's, whether it exists or not. Yeah, if that's all you look at, that's what you're going to find, I and, guess, right? You know, if people who choose to, you know, live a different lifestyle than you are obviously racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Idiots. Yeah. I mean, how good is it in the city? Listen, I love coming to the city as much as the next guy, but is, is your lifestyle better than mine? I guess we should Because in a f- lot of ways, it's, it's not. We should play but, fear. We should play fear now, shouldn't we? Yeah. yeah I love I living that. in a city. It's <laughs> a great song. Yeah. So speaking of fear, Neil. Yes, sir. So, you know, I'm going to see the exploited in a. Well, it's still a ways off. It's middle middle of September. Oh, he Wadi, hasn't, hang he in hasn't there, died yet. He hasn't died hang yet. In there, so buddy. that's good. Yeah. Playing a tiny, tiny club in the Detroit area. I mean, I mean, we're talking a couple hundred people, really small. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, we were planning to go see Danzig play the whole first Danzig album with three support acts at a place called the Masonic Temple, which is a famous venue in Detroit that I've never been into. It's, it was like the biggest Masonic Temple in the country. It's 20-something stories tall. It was like it's supposed to be haunted. It's got over a 1,000 rooms. It's a bizarre place, you know? Sounds excellent. But on the same night, a little further up the road in Ferndale, Fear is playing. And with negative approach. And... So I'm inclined to go to that instead, but, I mean, you're talking a 68-year-old man versus a 73-year-old man, (laughs) and if we're being honest, Danzig seems to have a little better sea legs than Lee Ving at this point, right? Well, just as long as Danny Marianaro doesn't come and fucking punch the lights out again. That's all I think. I'm like, I don't don't know. I hope nobody, like, puts two and two together. I can't imagine, right? After reading, because I'm reading the book right now, I'm reading the Danny book right now, I can't imagine... Any Danzig fan can do any amount of sleuthing based on the messages <laughs> sent. There. I mean, this was like early in the internet era too, so you can't even blame the total lack of punctuation and capitalization and just first thing every first thing suck my balls. You know, everything just gay right off the bat. That's the first thing they go to or racist racist stuff. You know, well they make fun of his weight too, don't they? Of Danny, yeah. they call him a fat ass. Do you, and a- do you think these? Do you think these guys all live in small towns, Neil? That are insulting him, <laughs> going going full racial, <laughs> calling him calling him a spick and all this stuff and a wetback when he's actually Italian. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, well, well, they also haven't haven't seen the video, obviously, because some of them said it was a cheap shot and it was the furthest yeah. thing from a cheap shot you've ever seen. Yeah, I, it's funny. I did watch it recently. It, Danzig was clearly being a dick. Oh yeah. What do you want me to do about motherfucker? And he pushes him, and it's just so funny. This just big round Italian guy just comes up, and oh man, I love it. It's the it, it fuck- reminds me of watching Mike Tyson in the early nineties. You know, it was a fucking haymaker pulled it from mm-hmm. his fucking waist. Yeah, just a wild, wild punch that landed. Yep. Anyway, well, but yeah, I, so I'm I think. With, but here's the thing: I told Scott he could pick because. I'm always dragging him to this stuff, mm-hmm. 
and he's such a good sport. And I think he's leaning towards Danzig because he wants to go to the Masonic. That and he be, knows that first album. That first Danzig album yeah. is better than he knows fair and negative approach. So. That would probably be my guess, too, just because of the venue. The venue sounds intriguing. It is. It is cool. And, well, and the place where Fear's playing is, I think, like a 400 capacity. It's going to sell out. Yeah. The Danzig show is not going to sell out. We could walk up and buy tickets. <laughs> well, that venue, think, that venue think, sounds amazing if you can walk around, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of that there is. They actually do guided tours of it, I think, on the weekends. But Now, what's this thousand rooms about? What does that mean? I, you know, it had a full hotel in it and a pool. And I mean, dude, it's just it's insane. Google it sometime. Masonic, Detroit Masonic Temple. Dude, talking about that, nothing to do with anything, and this is nothing I wanted to talk about tonight, but mm. when I was living down in Champaign, Urbana, mm-hmm. um, there was an old, old hotel called Juma's Castle Lodge. And it was okay. in a mall, in a beaten, beaten up mall in Urbana, and it was like a German-looking lodge. A beaten up mall? Yeah, it was like a, it was like oh. a strip. I wouldn't call it a strip mall, but it was anyway. It was in, a, it was at hmm. the end of a mall, and it was like a Germanic-looking hotel. It was supposed to look like a Germanic hunting lodge, and it gotcha. was fucking freaky because they had like, um, like suits of armor and shit, and an old oh, stuffed yeah. bear and stuff like that. <laughs> and I mean, the rumor was it was haunted. And Lydia and I went in there once, and I swear we went to the the. Just, just to see how much it was to spend the night. Um, we walked up to the counter and there was nobody there. And next thing you know, someone like just appeared. It was really fucking freaky. And you should, brought, you should uh, bring Susie Moon in there. She could tell you right? where all the bad, bad vibes are. And my so okay, so my mom and dad one time when they were visiting us, they actually stayed there. Mm. And they said it was one of the spookiest nights they've ever stayed in because it was like ah. a, it was like in a it was like a twi- uh, they had like a twin poster bed or whatever it's called four poster bed whatever mm-hmm. looked like it was from the fucking eighteen fifties, and they said someone like, just appeared at the end of the bed with towels and shit, and mm. it was just it was just, how did I get to be oh yeah the Masonic Temple it was just bizarre anyway that was I don't know why so that it's came ghost to mind, ghost staff what well, uh, well, well, okay. uh, oh I know what it was I, it was the swimming pool. You said swimming pool. So, yeah. Um, when my mom and dad were staying there, they said they had a pool. It was indoors. Yeah, it was indoors an in, it was an indoor pool, and it was like a swimming pool from the eighteen fifties because it was in like a glass room with like this water that was like it was so thick with chlorine you could almost like float on it. It was the most bizarre thing you know, I've ever seen. But anyway, go on. Sorry. When uh, my wife and I a few years ago went on a cruise, and we actually spent a few days in New Orleans. And we stayed in this old mansion, and we were all excited about it. It was like these themed rooms. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, and it looked so cool, but it was the same kind of deal. And there was actually some people there, like doing some ghost hunting. It was the worst night of sleep in my life. I mean, it was a really cool like place, but it was same thing, creepy vibes, man. It just wasn't. Dude, see again, this is this is what we do on this show, right? We just go off on a tangent. Yeah. So I had a similar thing in New Zealand, uh, New Orleans. It might have even been that same trip my mom and dad took. Because we went for three days down to New Orleans, yeah, and the that was these are the days when you when you would um, go to a travel agent, and mm-hmm. the travel agent said, "Oh yeah, you have to stay at this called the St. Peter's Guest House in New Orleans." So we went there the first night. The taxi we got in late. We got in later, about eight o'clock at night. Took a, took a taxi from the airport down to the St. Peter Guest House. The, the taxi driver was getting close, and he's like, "Are you sure you want to stay here?" And we're like, well, this is what was recommended, yeah. So we, so we get out, and it was just like you're talking about. It was fucking spooky. 
it wasn't a hotel it was a guest house i guess so and yeah that like meant an old that, mansion big mansion though. yeah so that meant there was like there was old people actually living there oh and um and a four post a bed full of dust all that kind of shit not nice so none of us got any sleep and we moved out the next day but the kicker on this story is that's the uh hotel where johnny thunders died like two years later Oh, you were there before he died. Yeah, okay. we were there before he died. Telling, I remember yeah. you kind of telling some of yeah. story. So, just huh. weird. Just fucking weird. But yeah, we we stayed there one night. Probably lost a bunch of money, but it was mm. horrible. Now, horrible. You, now, have I played a song yet? Um, No, you have not. It's funny because you're drinking and I'm not. I can't remember whether or not I played a song. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. In an attempt to get back on track... Yes, sir. I'm going to play uh, a new song, a brand new song, because all the rest, everything else I'm going to play is going to be older. Okay. But I want to play like 80s. I'm going to play a brand new song. This is the brand new single. You know, we're talking about this. Uh, you know, we've become uh, reacquainted with the TKO catalog, and we've been getting a lot of the new releases and stuff. And I tell you what, I can't be more impressed by the records that they're both making at Cascade and the stuff TKO is doing. Yeah, thanks, I mean, it's Mark. just it's great stuff. It, yeah. Um, so I have the new Andy Scene record in hand. It came out on August first. I'm going to review it here in a minute when I get around to it. And um. Anyway, the, but what we were, you and I were both kind of lamenting the fact that they don't seem to be very good at getting their stuff for streaming. Right. Terrible. Like the new yeah. the new lower class Bratz album, which we've both been raving about, as far as I can tell, is not streaming yet. Unless it's on Bandcamp, it might be on Bandcamp or something. No, I've right? looked. It's not. I've looked. It's not, not there. It's either. not anywhere. And in fact, I I asked Mark about it yesterday. Mark Rainey from TKO, and yeah. he and he said, "Ask the Bratz," because we have nothing to do with that. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Well, and they're older guys. Maybe they're not that like up on that stuff either. But well, it's funny because uh, but anti scene must be pretty good at that stuff. Um, yeah, so the new album came out August 1st. Today's the 3rd. I mean, granted, only a couple days later, but it's not streaming yet. And usually they coordinate all that stuff. Right. So here's here's the bottom line. I have the LP. I want to review it. But if I can stream it, I can do it a lot quicker because I can listen at work. Yeah, you know 100%, I mean? 100%. No, and that's why I want the Bratz album. Yeah. And I they, can listen to it on streaming at work or whatever and still have the, the album in pristine condition. <laughs> but no, I don't care about that. I'll play the record. It's not a big deal. Uh, I got the, this beautiful like radiation sunburst. It's so funny because Mark was like, "Yeah, black sounds the best," you know. But he's been—they've been doing some really cool variants over there. So they have, yeah. Anyway, so let's play the new, uh, the brand new is single. That, is that Sheena I can hear barking in the background? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, my wife went to the hood to look at some furniture. Uh, my uh, older son and his wife went to see a movie, which is fine. But uh, my younger daughter's watching the baby, and apparently the baby and the dog is too much because, yeah. But uh, anyway, this is anti-scene, Neil. This, the new album is called Great Disasters. Uh, I've only listened to it all the way through one time. I'm loving it. And this was like the first single, if you will, that they put on YouTube. And it's called Wreck Everything.
that was anti scene from the brand new album. What's it? Yes. What's the album called? Uh, Great Disasters. Great Disasters. That's wreck everything. And it there, is not. There's like a song on the second side, something like the the Mothman will bring great disasters or something like that. Ah, gotcha. The Legend of the Mothman. Like yeah. was that West Virginia, right? Yeah. Or somewhere out there. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, weird I, movie that. Was, I think Richard Gere was in that movie, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, I never Mothman saw it. Prophecies. Mothman Prophecies? Yeah, yeah, I never saw it. I should yeah. watch that. Yeah. Um, We've been watching a lot more movies lately. Like I said, my son's been home. We, he and I always were good at watching movies together. Uh, any good so. ones? I watched a movie yesterday that I'd never seen before, The Truman Show, which is probably like a 30-year-old movie, right? Oh, that's the one with what's-his-face in it. The, Jim the, Carrey. Jim Carrey with the, yeah. He's on TV. Funny yeah. thing is that predates all, like, uh, reality television. Yeah, if you watch that one and you watch... Uh, Oh shit! What was that one? I remember there was another one that same era. I don't remember what, what it was called, but yeah, yeah. Well, it, it basically it, everything has come true in it. Not ridiculousness. It was something like that. Jesus, I hmm. can't remember what that one. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's cool that Antisee is still making new music and stuff, right? Yeah, and just yeah. not just Dude, doing have, their old it, shit. Exactly, right? and they're forty years in. Yeah, they're celebrating forty years this year. So. I know you got stuff to rant about, but I, I just, I'm afraid if I don't rant about it now, I'll forget because I didn't put it in my mental notes or my notes to myself. Go ahead. So you, you actually mentioned it to me. Bad Religion is coming to Grand Rapids. Indeed. I saw that yesterday. Yeah, they're coming to Grand Rapids. So I immediately, because they're not coming to Chicago, so I texted you yeah. immediately. Well, it's funny because I, I'm going to see Mud Honey the night before. It's actually the same weekend as the T1 Fest. Oh, so you're not coming to T1 first? I don't know. I, I might be able to make it a couple days. We'll see. We'll see. I, okay. I, have, I have so much going on this fall. Uh, it's I haven't, dude. I haven't been to a show for like six weeks. Yeah, the fucking summer has been and, weird so far, right? And and like once August hits, like mid August, I'm going to next next weekend. I'll be in Savage Mountain, and after that, it's just boom, boom, boom. Tons of shows. Yeah. So. Um, so I'm probably not going to be able to go to Bad Religion. I I I I'm already putting off leaving. Like in a in a perfect world, my wife and I are going away for a week for our anniversary. Where are you going? We're going to our condo, but we're going to kind of take the long way. Ah, okay. Um, she's always wanted to go to the Outer Banks. What's that? Of, I don't even know what that North is. North Carolina. It's like this tiny little strip of land outside of North Carolina on the ocean. Hmm. There's wild horses out there or something. I I don't know. Whatever. It looked all right. I looked it up. So we're going to go there for a couple of days, and I think we're going to go down to the counter for a couple of days, and I think we're going to do a day trip to uh, Charleston, which I've never been to. We've never been to, so. I want to kind of explore the Carolinas, so. All right. Anyway, so I think I'm going to skip the bad religion thing. But anyway, I saw a couple of people online today, and another friend reached out to me, and he said, these tickets are insane. They're over $100. But bad religion? I'm like, I'm like, dude, where are you looking? And one guy, his wife was looking, and the other guy put it on Facebook. And I said, I said, dude, you're getting ripped off. These are secondary sellers. Oh, so it's so yeah. annoying. If you just go Google something like that, if you you know go Google Bad Religion at 20 Monroe Live, the first thing that pops up might not be the actual Live Nation site. Yeah, but you wouldn't know it, right? You you just click yeah, so on it. And- so, so he showed me this thing, or he shows this picture. Four tickets, ninety nine dollars a piece, plus twenty eight dollars fees a piece. It was over five hundred dollars for four tickets. I'm like, dude, that's not right. I showed him the Live Nation. They're thirty nine fifty are the tickets. Yeah, but it's so annoying when they let these. I, I guess basically they let these scumbags resellers uh, are paying Google or whatever to get to the top of the line, right? Yeah. Because yeah. their stuff pops up before the legitimate sellers. It's so annoying. Anyway, be careful. I've never fallen for it, but I almost have. 
you got to be really sure that you're getting to the source. And better yet, if you're in Grand Rapids, go to their freaking box office. Then you don't have to pay any fees at all. I do that all the time. I go over there at lunch or whatever. Well, go to the box office or go straight to the actual venue's website. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah well, you can do that too, but but it's but you know a forty dollar ticket. You're looking at what, probably fifteen in fees. Yeah, but um, yeah, but you're not going to get that stupid secondary fucking scam yeah, yeah. market, right? And 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 the funny thing about that was you said it's ninety nine dollars plus they still want to charge you twenty eight dollars fees. What fees are a fucking is it? <laughs> well, yeah, because they're buying the secondary the 30, sellers. They're selling. buying the tickets at thirty nine fifty, right? And they're selling. So anyway, just be careful, my friends. I, I I go to a lot of shows. I'm a pretty good buyer. I know when it's best to go to the box office. I know when to be, I know what shows aren't going to sell well and you hold off. Like that bad religious show. I don't think it'll sell that well. How big is that venue? I might hold, uh, the, it holds like 25 or 2,000. I can't believe that bad religion is selling that kind of amount of people well, these I, days. Well, I don't think they will. I think you hold out and next thing you know they're doing four for 80 or whatever. You right, know? exactly. Yeah. So, well, okay. So okay, okay. It's, a, it's a novelty because we don't get a lot of those kind of shows. Like that level of punk band, we just we just don't get those shows. We get the smaller club bands, um, so it's a novelty. It will sell well. They will draw a good crowd. So case in, case in point though, about holding out, um, the Dead Boys are coming to Brow House again. Ah. <laughs> and at first it was like I think twenty five bucks, thirty bucks a ticket. Now sure. the t- now the tickets are free. <laughs> So I guess yeah. it, I guess it wasn't selling well. So um, so what if you're one of the guys who paid the twenty five? Are you just SOL? Or, I guess you fucked. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess you fucked. I mean, you, think you can't you're, return you think, any tickets. Wait till you see the band play, then you're double fucked. Well, and and to know if they even fucking make it, right? If they even <sighs> yeah, make I mean, it how that early on the tour is it? Um, I I think it was like the twelfth show or something like that. That's like the exploited thing, right? Like, I mean. How long is uh, I don't know. I hope Buddy's doing well. I hope he's eating his bran and Well you think with the exploited coming from Scotland or whatever, assuming he still lives in Scotland, you would think they they would at least if they make it all the way over, they would at least try and do the tour. But you think talking about that. They're doing the whole tour, Neil, with your favorite band Total Chaos. We saw a black oh, flag Jesus a couple years ago or a year Christ. or whatever. Yeah. I assume they're doing the back line. These yeah. guys aren't flying over with their amps and stuff. Yeah. Which is good because they have the pretty much the exact same sound. They don't have to like tweak the amps, right? Just plug it and go. Yeah, and, and the Dead sorry, Boys. Yeah, I, and I think one of the reasons the Dead Boys is so cheap is because the fucking war- the warm up bands for this Dead Boys show is atrocious. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that you know, lineup we saw it was the whole lineup was the big draw. When the whole, we saw. exactly, man. You had Susie Moon, Poison Boys, and fucking the Briefs. I mean, that was a great yeah. lineup. And the Briefs for me, I had never seen the Briefs. They were a big. That was a big one for me. Big a big plus. Yeah, they're from Seattle or something, right? I mean, they don't yeah. get out this very often in Portland or something. So I mean, I mean, but they made the show free really fast. So there has to be something up with this show. Hmm. I, I, maybe I, it's a, maybe the Proud Boys are sponsoring it, Neil. <laughs> see, don't get that guy started. You know, they're gonna <laughs> jump all over that. But um, yeah, what the hell were we talking about? Bad religion. Uh, oh, oh yeah, so. Anyway. I just found out yesterday. So okay, so and nobody acting else either. It could be some local band. Who knows? Probably mustard plug. They would open every. Oh local Jesus post. Christ! Mustard plug. <laughs> they should, they, then they should make the tickets free. Um, <laughs> so my daughter moved to San Diego yesterday. Yes, and that's something I want to talk about. It's it's fucking heartbreaking when you empty I'm sure, empty man. nest I'm sure syndrome. You know, you've raised your yeah. kid for twenty odd years, and then suddenly she's just not here anymore. It's it's heartbreaking. But anyway. So I started looking at, you know what it's like on the West Coast. There's 
tons of shows. So I started just looking at punk shows, San Diego, you know, next couple of months. Dude, the fucking adverts are coming. I didn't think... In October. Is that adver- right? I mean, yeah. so I didn't think T.B. Smith would do it, have anything to do with the adverts. And it's not going to be gay advert, right? I mean, who's, who's, dude, it's being advertised as the advert. Is it just like the board? Is it like that board teenagers lineup that he's been playing with? I wonder. Just well, well I mean, the adverts. Well, I mean, at Rebellion and everything, he's calling it board teenagers play the adverts. This yeah. show, or this tour, he's just doing a tour of the West Coast. It's being it's being advertised as the adverts. So I don't know. Spoiler alert! You know it's an acoustic tour. I don't. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. But anyway, it's. I mean, I mean, it's. There's no way it's like the full lineup. There's zero chance. But well, I don't know that American. They're all alive. I don't know that American audiences would care. I think if you called them the adverts, they'd be happy. Well, I'm fucking going. It's in October. It's October fifteenth, and I'm going. Mm. So I'm. It's so a that's sm- your first. That's your first visit to Southern well, California. No, we, we we might go in a couple of weeks. We might go in August, but then I'm going to go back for this for because the, they're not playing anywhere else but the West Coast. So well, you better get yourself a frequent frequent flyer miles credit card, my friend. <laughs> We've already talked about that, my friend. We uh, are. <laughs> um, or, or or learn to fly. But yeah, so I yeah yeah okay. <laughs> but um, you barely I, drive. I actually, I actually asked Bones yesterday um, if you know from lower class brats if he was going to go, yep. and he said if you come in, I will. So how about that. So um, so he's where? Where's he at? He's in San Diego. He's in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, he he works at a bar, I think. So okay. Um, well, that's yeah. great. You like to drink? He works at a bar. Seems like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, October fifteenth. Fuck, I'm fucking psyched. And now I still don't know very much about it. So you might be right. It might be like some other band of like one guy that was in the adverts for five minutes. Watch, it's gay advert and a bunch of a bunch of scabs. Yeah, you know what? As long as they're playing those songs, maybe I'd be all right. But yeah, I, I'm well, pretty sure it, it's T V Smith. Yeah, it, well it'd be interesting. You have to watch his social media, I guess. And... Well he has he has gigs in Europe in September and then again in November. Nothing mm. in October. So that does mm. lead me to believe like that it, it is him. Yeah, it leads, Well it's yeah. funny because you know, like Steve Ignorant doesn't call his band crass right but when you look at like the riot fest line or something it's like crass but then tiny letters steve ignorant plays you know crass dude i saw because the rebellion started today yeah and, i saw that all and right. i saw a, I, over there i saw a clip i saw a clip of since uh, steve ignorant doing doing the crass thing yeah it was him and the guy with playing the acoustic guitar no yeah <laughs> now maybe that Come was just on. maybe that was just one song but it wasn't what I, it wasn't do what I would be expecting. Of course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> it was not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, because that music is so like abrasive, you know. Well, you need the fucking drumbeat. Well, like it's military just, it's drumbeat, just the whole, right? The whole thing. It just had a yeah, it had a sort of harshness to it, you know. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Good luck, Steve Aiden, right? Yeah, pretty bad. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm such a, I, I'm probably one of the few people in the world who's like sort of like likes crass but doesn't love them like i don't hate them but i don't like I, you know what i mean i'm, I'm not indifferent to them but i'm just i'm kind of like eh, you know yeah. and a lot of people i feel like they're one of those bands where people either love them or hate them i'm just sort of yeah they're right i got a bunch of their stuff on cdl i mean lps yeah yeah i'm not I, but anyway that was just a real surprise so that yeah so yeah so rebellion started today i was supposed to be there so it was kind of depressing to see all the people, you know, in the pub and Churchill. Yeah. And I mean, so that was, but you know, hey, my 
guys, there's no way I could have gone to England with my kid leaving yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just wouldn't well, work out. Yeah, it is, uh, man, What so far we've had the Damned and the Descendants drop out. It's funny, you know, I saw the Descendants. That was the last show I saw. Yeah. And uh, the Descendants dropped out and the Damned have dropped out. I think the lineup was much better last year than this year. Yeah, when I looked I mean, at it. When There's I still a at lot it, of good stuff this year, but last year was really good. I mean, I'm sorry, the levelers are not Coxbar, you know. When I looked at it, and you know, they crossed out because the, the two top bands on the bit on the list were the Damned and Descendants, and with them both, really, really? with them both crossed out, it was like it, eh, it didn't it didn't look that <laughs> it didn't look that great at the top of the bill. Um, well, so I, the I Damned, see, uh, so the Damned, no. Dave has a bad back. Yep. And the descendants, Milo had a mild heart attack, right? Yep. Yeah. Get get better, Milo. Yeah. That's um, uh, too bad. I saw uh, the other thing I, I have to mention. I don't know if he shared it with the group or just. I don't. I think he just shared it with us personally. Richard got to see our dude Sloppy Seconds, so that was fun. He, they actually played in Nottingham, where he lives. Right. So yeah. hopefully he didn't miss the bus. He'd walk home maybe or something. Well, dude, what? And he also a couple nights ago we saw Teenage Bottle Rocket and uh, Raging Nathan's in Leeds. Yep, yep, that's right. They were playing. They were playing England too. Uh, apparently, nobody told England that Teenage Bottle Rocket's canceled, <laughs> like they are in Grand Rapids. You freaking <laughs> bitches, get my show canceled. All right, so let me play another song and then we'll get on to something about that. That's something uh, we gotta, else. We gotta go. I, I think I know where we're going here, buddy. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, you do. So anyway, I'm gonna play another song. So, um, <laughs> um, actually, I'm not he gonna. He cracks I'm, himself up, folks. I'm he gonna. I'm gonna hold up. off. I'm gonna hold off on one of these songs because this ties <laughs> into the next fucking rant as well. Um, right. But this is gonna be actually. This is a single from a newish. I think they're newish. I don't know that much. About about them um uh orange county band the band is called agent orange and Boy, uh, they are they are newish established 1978 you're talking bloodstains right yes you said agent i'm orange. sorry yes, i completely fucked that up yeah because for some reason out of them right our, yeah. buddy, our richie from uh yeah yeah he, he turns out of them yeah of course it's bloodstains not agent orange what's the matter with me i'm a fucking <laughs> retard um <laughs> That's a great song, though. Yeah, the, yeah. So the band is Bloodstains, and their first seven inch just came out. It oh, sold it? out okay. almost immediately. It's called Antisocial, oh. and so this is the title track. This is Bloodstains with Antisocial. Yeah. 
Bloodstains there with antisocial. Is that now, the band that Jason? I said, why don't you put the record out? And he said they want to do it themselves or something like that. Who put it out, Neil? Yeah, you know what? I'm, oh, it was uh, Hostage. Oh, Hostage. Okay. Yeah. Did you get a copy of it? I did not yet because it sold out almost immediately, so you can't get it from Hostage. But Jason, our good friend Jason from Garage Land, he uh, said uh, he said he's going to send me one. So that's because uh, it's a great. All three songs are fantastic. Mm. It sounds like it could have come from 1983. I mean that's that's uh, the way it sounds. It's really good. He had that, I remember when he had that uh, record for me and he put it up in his store and it said it said Tom's Broken Bones. Like he had already marked it up. <laughs> it's marked out for me in the store. Oh, so okay, gotcha. Yeah, he yeah. He had yeah, a yeah. copy of that hospital record, the Broken Bones record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I can't believe he knew that and not me. I'm gonna be super mad about that. No, nah, I'm not. I, I get enough free records. We'll get into that later too. <laughs> I mean, if you want to send me one, Richie, I'll take it. But otherwise, you know, I'll buy it. So. Okay. Here's what it is. So since the last time we recorded for y'all, um, you all, all know this already. So yes, this is old news. Anti-Flag, the political punk band from Pittsburgh, the right-on communist left-wingers who are against yeah. everything. Yep. They have been outed. Uh, Jason, uh, Justin Sane, the singer, has been outed as a rapist. And band broke up immediately. And, and that's that. Well, and they broke up immediately and totally erased their media presence as best they could. Yep. They shut down their store. They shut down their Facebook. They shut down all that, which, to me, that means, Neil, they knew. They had warning, right? You can't do that in one second. Well. So I suspect, I, just, I think that podcast does reach out and ask for comments. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure the beef. I'm sure it'll be very fairly delivered if you give them some comments. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's fairly delivered. So, immediately, well, not immediately, but a few days later, Justin put out a comment. And, you know, I'm not an anti-flag I think it was, fan yeah, it was like two days, two, days, two days later, right, the whole band, they put out like a, yep. they put out individual statements. The band yep. put out one and they put out one. So, I'm, understand this, I'm not an anti-flag fan. I like their first two records. I think they've sucked recently and I've been on record So, you're anti-anti-flag, you yeah. could say. But, what I do believe in is being innocent until you're proven guilty, and I do More not... More fascist talk. Neil, do you ever get tired of being a fascist? <laughs> I do not believe in just blanket <laughs> fucking accusations. Um, and so Justin came out and said there's no truth to this whatsoever, and, yep. uh, and the rest of the band came out and said that we saw no evidence of Justin ever doing anything like this. So, 
this fucking podcast. But, but you know, but the band's the band's policy is no tolerance. To always, always yeah. believe women. Always believe. Yeah. See, they tied themselves in. <laughs> they tied themselves into a fucking corner here by making these nonsensical left wing comments. And I say left wing. I shouldn't even say left wing. I'm just saying these kind of comments. I'm saying always well, they're, believe. They're, sen- they're not sensible. They're not. It's not sensible to apply one standard to every situation. Right. Exactly. Exactly, Tom. Thank you. Don't leave. Don't leave any room at all for any sort of logical discourse. Right. We're just gonna stake out an untenable position, and that's all it is. You know, that's how it's gonna be. And, well, and what they- is the end game? I mean, is it? I, I listen. Okay, if we're trying to get predators on the scene, I, I listen. I'm for that. Let's get the predators on the scene. But it doesn't feel like that's what they're doing. It feels like they're trying to. I don't know. It feels like we're shitting where we eat or something at this point, aren't we? Dude, it's a podcast. What are for we cli- doing? Dude, it's a podcast for clicks. I, 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 I mean, I guess, but it's, it, unfortunately, a bunch of these Grand Rapids women have gotten involved with this, and it's, like you, I said, uh, when T.J. Bowdoin came to play to town, they harassed the venue into dropping the show you, with such things as, oh, you know, do you know you're booking a known rapist? A known rapist? I mean, that that's, it's slanderous, but it, there's no... It's a hundred. There's no money damages. There's nobody has any money. You it's a hundred percent slanderous. It's fucking ludicrous that they well, can this, just come out the, and make these fucking accusations well, without any fucking blowback. Didn't the first one? Didn't the Ray one? Didn't they have to actually change some things and change the way they went about it after that because there was some issues with it? Or re- I, I, I don't know. I guess they never actually name anyone by name, but it's completely clear who they're talking about. It's. It's fucking ludicrous, man. And, and like I say, the tenant of every civilized country is innocent until, until proven guilty. But apparently that's not the case in any of these things. They don't care about that. They just throw this shit out there. And uh, it's just, it makes me so well, fucking angry. And, and it is, and this this whole believe women thing, I mean, I get what they're doing. I get it to a certain extent. I understand that sexual assault is a sensitive thing because for years it was unre- underreported. And under, you know, it wasn't taken seriously by by men, and I get that, and that wasn't right either. But you know, just to wholesale say believe women without applying any other standard to it is ludicrous. What's that Bill Burr thing? Believe women, believe all women, even those like psychos who fucking key your car. Well, um, <laughs> like I said, dude, I, I've seen the believe women crowd, and when a politician they like was accused of it, they didn't believe them. You know what I mean? It's all BS. Yep. Yep. So anyway, so I mean, um, if, you know, if, if if especially a lot of these hardcore left wingers, they think that Trump raped every single person ever. <laughs> but you got this weird guy in the White House now who can't stop sniffing children's necks. You know what I mean? And he's fine, right? I, it's the, everything. But I just ugh, this podcast makes me so fucking angry. Well, I just wonder what the end game is. Like I said, I mean. Is, did they do any I, research? Did they do any research at all to see if this story is you know, in any way true? Well, the thing is, there's certain people, and I'm not even going to say their names. In relatively high-profile bands, for years there was smoke. For years and years and years. Yeah. And you get these situations like this. And once again, if I'm not saying raping only once is not wrong because it obviously is. But most of these offenders have been offending for years and there's lots of corroborating witnesses. You get these things where you got one relatively unbalanced woman making an accusation that does seem a little ludicrous Yep, to make it public. I don't know Justin Sane from anybody right. 
But I do feel bad for him, and I would feel worse for him if it wasn't for he put himself in this position, sort of, with his rhetoric, you know? Yep, yeah. So that I mean the next and, thing is the next thing is going to be Billy Bragg is going to be fucking accused of something. Well, and it's 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 funny, you know. It's just it's you know I I any flag is one of those bands. I can't think of a band that I've seen more times without trying to. Yeah. Uh, the new uh, one is Interrupters. They were the one I kept like seeing that I just didn't care about seeing it. But you know, but here's the thing, man. You said earlier we should play Fear. I love them in the city. What about uh, Annie Flag Die for Your Government? Man, that's such a great song. I, whole, I, 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 I will jam on that any day. Yeah, day or night. I love that. That first, that fucking first album and the second album too. Yeah. New Kind of Army is great too. Actually, and then I even they think lost after the plot. that, well, they they signed to a major label and made a couple records, yep. and they weren't even that bad. But the sound is much different now. It's not definitely not a punk sound anymore. Yeah, yep. It's more like an alt rock. But it was always their politics. Their politics were always sort of cartoonish. Yep. I felt like they were kind of like a beginner political band, right? Yeah, it's like a band for twelve-year-olds. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Once again, I'm sorry, guys. Man, they were you know they were one of the few bands that were probably making a living playing music. I mean, I don't think they're wealthy guys. Well, that's the thing. So by this blanket accusation made by this stupid podcast, this band—that's how they made their living—and they're now done. So yeah. you know whether it's true, but but that's the thing. Whether it's true or whether it's not true, you didn't care. You put this fucking story out there. And that's yeah. the thing to frost my ass. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Just I, made me I, so yeah, fucking I angry. See, I thought I thought I knew they made those first four, and the Ray one was the only one I remember. I mean, I don't even remember who the other ones were. I, I or, you know, who was accused or whatever. And but I was shocked to see that they have like forty episodes out. But they're not all like women accusing someone. Some of them are like resource stuff, and which is which that it's fine, right? I mean, you know, other informative stuff. Mm. But yes, it's it's and once again, I'm sure we, you know, to some of you, we're coming off really bad right now. But you know, it's just no, it's just. D- d- it's, hey, hold on, hold on. How can asking for evidence before you accuse someone of a serious fucking crime? How can that be? Well, any, but, any, anything but normal. Nobody's going for charges. Nobody's going for criminal charges. They're just trying to ruin people. Right. Exactly. 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 It's it's fucking mental. Okay. So. What are you gonna play, Die for Your Government? What are you no, gonna play? <laughs> that lead that leads me into my next thing. Don't play a mentor song. Don't play a mentor song. <laughs> no. I was actually tempted to play a screwdriver song, but I'm not oh, going geez. to. <laughs> you make that one guy happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, I did find some anal babies. We might have to play that eventually. He wanted to, that one dude wanted to hear some anal babies. That sounds very disturbing. Um, <laughs> but in the same regards, one of these crazy witches—I can't remember her name. But apparently decided to turn on. There's an oi band called Patriot, who I believe. Oh is yeah, like, yeah. It was I don't like, know if that's, and I don't know if she's related to the rest of these women. I saw that. How who, could this not be? How could this not be fascist? They have a flag on it. They're like, oh yeah. Man. Who are guys from the UK and guys from the USA writing this oi band Patriot who've been around forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and, the name. I don't know whether I've ever heard of. And she was saying, and this was on Facebook or something. They must be Nazis because they have iron. Uh, they have an iron cross in their um, in their imagery. Mm. And it's like, again, don't show your fucking ignorance. The Iron Cross has been around for a hundred years before the Nazi party. So the but, Iron I mean, Cross did, has did got nothing people, to do with fascism. Nothing to do, do with you, it. Do you think these people just go around looking for things to complain about? Because yes. I'm sure these are, these women are like, I'm sure they all work service industry jobs and complain about the Karens, but they're the Karens, right? 
So anyway, I'm going to play a song by Patriot. <laughs> so fuck you, you all. So this is a song called oh, Song. Our, our a- ratings are plummeting, yo. Our ratings are plummeting. <laughs> That's care. a good song. This is a song by Patriot. This song's called Songs for the Youth from 2000. But all your music won't be put down It's all about the youth, pumpkin skin And it's all a survival thicket Can you believe she's still so strong Through all of the years, come and gone Even South Hall wouldn't see her die Throw the blood and flames, let them die Yellow press with all of the lies Can't understand that all will never die Cause despite all the lies that they tell Street rock and roll is alive and well It's the voice of the kids of the carefree youth And on the streets it's the law of the roof In an urban jungle of concrete steel To prove all the sound, honest and real We ain't going anywhere We made ourselves a name Or it is for the working class And that will never change Politics right or left Stay off the soapbox and give it a rest Just grab another beer and pull up a chair And let the town leave you without a care Cause around the world it's all the same Working class kids, they all play the game A hard week's work for a hard week's pay Just to make it through to another Sunday We ain't going anywhere We made ourselves a name Boys for the working class And that will never change A name. Oh, it's for the working class and that will never change We ain't going anywhere, we've made ourselves a name Oh, it's for the working class and that will never change We ain't going anywhere, we've made ourselves a name Oh, it's for the working class and that will never change We ain't going anywhere, we've made ourselves a name Patriot with songs nobody, for the youth. Nobody knows songs for the youth better than a bunch of fifty-year-old guys, right? <laughs> well, when they made it, they probably were like in their thirties or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but anyway, that's me. I'm going to stop off that one right now because, but that just that, that, I, I can't that wait shit's got Patriot, me so angry. I can't wait till Patriot puts out a statement 
where they're like, we are not at all associated with the Punk Till I Die podcast and their uh, their fascist, uh, well, their fascist oh, anti oh, anti woman views. Okay, well, I am going to say something about that. So on um, the Patriots page on Facebook, they put up a yep. up, they put up photographs. One of the singer is wearing a t shirt that says "Fight Racism," and yep. the other guy in the band has got a, a "Kill Nazis, Kill Communists" patch on his thing. So, oh my gosh, but the, but communists are so good. Yeah, it's look at funny, the great legacy it? they've given to this world. Yeah, yeah, like all those like eight million people they killed after the Second World War. That was great, wasn't it? Oh, was please! Stalin made Hitler look like a pussy. He did. He did. And Star- he, and, he starved like 30, 30 million of his own people. And yeah. even even worse than that was Chiang Kai Shek in China. But yeah, you know, let's not get into that. For I the saw Chinese somebody. Killers. Somebody said some. Somebody said something the other day. Said if if if. I can't remember what it was. It might have been that guy in China that said if he would have had the technology that Hitler did, he'd have killed 100 million people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, yes. We're living in a weird, you know, axis in history. Oh, sorry, I said axis. A weird point in history. A weird... Uh, well, so, it's the anyway. it, it's the yeah it's these people that think they know everything and think they're internet detectives and think they can pass judgment on everybody without any kind of um, no kind of blowback no kind of well that and and that they can apply in light what they consider enlightened thought today to any point in history and hold <laughs> people accountable to their psychotic. Current view, you know. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did you know George Washington did not have any transgenders in his cabinet? Neil, can you believe that? <laughs> How dare it's he? Insane. It's yes. insane. What a fucking. So fascist. it is. It is sort of a weird. It, it's a. It's a weird point in history, right, man? I don't know. I don't know where we're going as a civilization. Uh, because civilization. I think, as Zero Boy what, said, civilization's dying, for, baby. There you go. Because yeah. some of what passes for pra- for progress is certainly not right. And you know. You'd think we'd be getting better, but I think we're devolving. Was it who said that? Dude, dude Devo, right? <laughs> yes, our uh, boys in Devo, indeed. The de the de evolution will not be tele or will not be televised. Yeah. Do you know what nemesis means? A righteous infliction of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent. Personified in this case by an audible cunt. Me. Anyway, so. Um, Lots of things you, making me angry at the moment, Tom. Lots of things. You know, there's another thing. Well, no, maybe we'll say that for another day. And I've been drinking heavily all day, so, you know. Um, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> did you did you lose? Did I make you lose a track? <laughs> well, I just I had a, I wrote myself a little note because I know it's something that makes you so angry, oh, and <laughs> and I just saw that a, a huge band just started doing a podcast. Who was that? Uh, Metallica. I mean, they're not competing with us, but uh, why would they I be doing you, a podcast? I, I, I don't know. I, apparently, they don't have enough market share yet. What interesting thing? No, seriously, I'm being serious. What interesting? Well, I'm sure thing, there's lots of interesting things they have to tell, and that they're not going to tell any of them. But about I mean, their dude, about they, their lives, they live in mansions. What interesting things are they going to have to tell? Well, yeah, but they came up. You know, they they didn't always live in mansions. I bet you they have some interesting stories. But well, if uh, that's what they're talking about on their podcast, sure. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure it's not. not yeah. I, I don't know. I I don't know that I'll listen. I know you get real angry when punk guys come out with podcasts. Uh, yeah. 
I think mostly it's because you you just hate the fact that they have an unfair advantage what? because they have a built-in audience and it's taken us years to build this like reasonable size audience and they just are like born with a bigger one than us. Well, they haven't been what I've been through, so fuck them. <laughs> Still like a teenager. <laughs> no one can feel your pain, Neil. No they, one can feel your pain. They can't. Yeah. They can't. <laughs> Especially the pain from my new tattoo. They can't feel that right now. So, okay, let me let me play a song. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, and you, <laughs> yeah, and you, Mr. Recent, you gotta go back to a song from, like, 1982. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny, and then I'll get into why. So I'm actually gonna play a Channel 3 song. I know, I think we've actually, I'm sure we've played this song we already. Have. Yeah, we have. Yeah, this is, like, the first, first single from the first EP. It's a great, great song. Uh, this song is about how, when you live in a small town, you take care of your own... No, just kidding. I think <laughs> yeah, you actually yeah. said... Don't try this a, in a small town, baby. It's actually like an anti-gun anthem, but I still think it's a great song, and I will tell you when we come back, I am playing the songs I'm playing. So yeah, this is Channel 3, I've Got a Gun. was uh channel three our friends uh with the song i've got a gun which was yeah their first single i believe right yes it was so once again to clarify any misconceptions you might have neil and i are anti-rapists we would like we would like <laughs> rapists to be castrated we're so anti-rapists but yeah, you, we know, you know believe, what you know what we believe we believe in due process that's am, the bottom line i am gonna play i am gonna change my fourth song and i'm probably gonna play the combat 84 song rapist right now which is so, about oh, like killing? Right about now? killing? Like right it's, a, now? it's about no. What later on? About killing okay. rapists. So, yes. um, but apparently that's right wing too. So, what are you supposed to do with these rapists? What are you supposed to do with them? Do you just let them? I don't know. Do you let them back know. free I, in the I, community? I don't know what you're supposed to do I, with I them. What the left know. wing wants us to do with them? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. 
See, I hate to say the term left wing because that just yeah, sounds then, so weird. Then you position yourself as right wing, and that's just yeah. not. It's just not right. But you know what I mean. If they're against prisons and they're against the police, what are you supposed to do with the rapist once you've caught them? Give them a good talking know. to. Is that what you're supposed him, to do? Let him, let him stay in a hotel or something. Make him a little yeah, fair? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I mean, listen, these are compl- complex problems that we're not going to solve. <laughs> oh, I could solve them. I could solve them. Well, but even, you know, like we were a couple of, last time we were on, you and I are not even necessarily on the same page with this stuff. We just know that what's being done right now is not necessarily the right way either. So, Yes. Listen, it's not my job to solve the problems. It's just my job to complain about them. So, Tom... Tell me why you played the Channel 3 song. So, Neil, I, 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 obviously you and I talked about this privately, but I have acquired, when I say acquired, it was given to me freely. Did, did, freely you, kill, given, did you kill somebody, Tom, for no, the record collection? No, but I, I acquired this pretty impressive record collection um, from a friend slash listener um, a couple years ago. You know, we, we run into each other's shows, and we're friendly, and I knew he was listening, and his name's Rob. Lives pretty close to me, twenty minutes away or something. Um, he said at one point, he's like, "I got all these old records. I never listened to them, and, or I, you know, I, I want you to have them." And I and I was kind of uncomfortable with it, honestly. At first, I'm like, "I don't know, dude." Then he sent me a picture, so I'm like, "Oh, there's definitely some stuff there I want." <laughs> you, you slut. Well, well, for the last couple of years, I just you know I saw him before, and I said, "Hey, man, I'll trade you a sweatshirt for your records or whatever." And he said, "I don't know," and I and I, and I kind of took that as okay. He knows this stuff is it's worth money. He should keep it. I don't want to. And then I, you know, recently again, he said, "Dude, I'm on vacation. You want to meet up? These records are yours." I'm like, "Well, you know what? I'll give him a good home." You know, yeah, yeah, and sure. uh, so we went out, had a couple beers, I had, I had a good time. Actually, went out and hit the town a little bit. Um. I talked about I, t- I told him I'm like uh, you know it's like man when I retire I really want to get an Iggy statue down here and he's like oh yeah people are already working on it I'm like oh cool because I was too lazy to do it anyway I'll support <laughs> I'll sign the petition I'll even give some money but uh, anyway so yeah I ended up with this pretty I mean it's not huge but it was a pretty nice size it was heavy it was a crate of essentially records mostly all uh, full length LPs. Uh, Mostly like eighty two to eighty five Southern wow, California. Wow, my my fucking my time um, out there. Well, and I was, I was saying, you know, there's some familiar names: Aggression, Bad Brains, Channel Three, stuff like that. Um, and uh, Circle One. Um, I mean, uh, Mia. He was friends with Mia back. Mia, in the day. great band, yeah. From Las Vegas, yeah. Murder in Foreign Places, I believe, was the album. I don't see. I don't think he had that one in there, but there were a couple other LPs. Like mm-hmm. I said, a couple of the Channel Three LPs that I didn't have, I don't have already. Mm-hmm. And just this, and so I'm kind of. Uh, I just sat down with this box and I just started going through it, and I, uh, you know, while I was watching TV or whatever, I'm like, holy crap! There's definitely a few pieces in there that were some money, and one of them. I mean, I'm not talking insane money, but that single I just played, I've got a gun. It's the German. Is it German or is it? It's on No Future, Neil. Is that German or is that uh, that's English? Okay, that, that's English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the on, on No Future Records. I remember yep. Mike telling us about it. It got uh, licensed to them, and they put out a three-song single. I got a gun and Man's and Iron Mannequin on the B side. Great fucking single. Yeah. Never been re- never been repressed. Which is kind of funny for a classic single, but yeah, it's only so. Yeah, all the copies are from the early '80s. Plays well. Got a little crackle, couple crackles of pops on it. 
Um, so there wasn't a ton of singles. It was mostly LPs, but yeah, I'm working through it right now. I suspect, I know I have at least a couple of doubles, so I might be up for some trading or sharing or giving away or whatever. I, I'm not real. When people give me stuff, I don't sell it. I don't. I never have been very comfortable with that. Even if labels send me stuff that I don't necessarily want, I'll trade it or whatever. But I'll trade it to Jake for some more two live crew records. Well, maybe I'll trade you if you whatever. Depending on what it is, I might be interested in some of that stuff because you know that's my yeah, that's and I my might, bag I might, right there. I might I might share it with you since you know uh, he listens to he listens to us both. That's so. good. But yeah, there's like uh, Let Them Eat Jelly Beans compilation. There was fantastic. The, someone got their head kicked in compilation. Fantastic. And the, the follow up to that, something to believe in. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go through it, and I think as I go through it, I'll kind of chronicle it for the group. Yeah, put the pictures I, in the Facebook group for sure. So, it, and they, like I said, they seem to be in good shape. They're kind of d- uh, dusty because they've been sitting around for a long time. But uh, yeah, I uh, clean them up and bag them and uh, if I need to put new sleeves in them or whatever. So, so you're saying they're kind of yeah. smoky, right? So he's obviously a smoker. Yeah, he was a smoker. And the box, you could smell it. Yeah. It's amazing, you know. I was a, I smoked for years, right? Like over 20 years. And you don't think that anybody could smell that stuff. Remember, like, I'd, you know, be sneaking a cigarette and I'd come into my parents' house. I mean, there's no way they could. My parents didn't smoke. There was no way they didn't smell that. Right, of course, yeah. It's it's all but, over. Uh, all the clothes, it's all over everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The old days, going to the, see the bands play every, you know, so smoking there. You get home, you just want to burn your clothes, even as a smoker. Dude, that's one, that's one thing the kids these days who go to shows, you will never know that. When you came out of a show back in the day, you would have to come home and take a shower because you would stink of yeah. cigarettes. Or even, even, just, even you went even to a bar. Just a bar. Yeah, yeah, just a bar. You would come home stinking of smoke. Well, so, and I think the other thing that uh, um, it's it's amazing how fast that, that changed because, you know, it's only been, I don't know how long we've been banned from smoking in Michigan bars. I, I don't think it's been 10 years. Yeah, and now it, so you used to go go see a show or whatever, be so smoky. Um, but now you'll smell pot smoke everywhere. Yep, Being and if you smell a cigarette, everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, what is that? What foul fiend is smoking a cigarette?" You know? <laughs> yep, yep. But, it's got, it, but it literally has more stigma than freaking than weed. You know. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's weird. So, of course, I dude, I I, I drive by so many weed stores around here. Not in my small town, but in the you know on my way to work, I literally passed two of them, and they're like competing. It's like the golden age of cheap weed. They say Michigan has the best weed prices in the country. Hmm. So come visit your old pal Tom Trauma, get yourself a big trunk load of weed. Well, is it like Chicago, where you know when when they were trying to get it um, legalized, they were like, oh yeah, we're gonna take all this uh, all the all the proceeds we make from selling marijuana, and we're gonna put it towards the schools and the and the highways. Well, I know, and stuff. I know the state, not a penny, the, not a penny. I know. See, I have, I have no idea what ended up happening, but I know our state budget's in pretty good shape, and I think that's probably a... Oh, Oz is, Oz is not. <laughs> that's Illinois for you, yeah. though, baby. <laughs> We're more in debt than we ever have been. Matter, matter it's of ludicrous. fact, we have, uh, once again, our politicians just screwing us left and right. Our state, uh, I don't know if it's the budget or the Constitution, has a clause that if we have X amount of surplus, the taxpayers actually get a break. So our politicians especially on the one side of the aisle, we're trying really hard to spend slash hide that money before that clause kicked in and the taxpayer actually had to get a little bit of their money back. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah that's good right. It's good stuff, man. Yep. And that's why, that's why, you know, as far as, you know, 
what do I care which direction I'm getting screwed from, whether it be the left or right, if I'm getting screwed? You know, yeah, that's get, the bottom line. You're getting screwed from both sides. For those of you who have chosen a team. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, dude, I have this. I, I, I mean, I'll probably be going through this thing for months. I only have so much time, so I'll, you know, I try to listen to one or two a day. So I'm kind of, you know, trying to clean them up and listen to them, make sure they play through. And so far, so good. So, well, are you recording right now from the back room, or you're recording from the bedroom? I'm in my bedroom. Ah, so you can't look at it right now. Okay, I was going to ask no. what some of the other records were, but well, like I said, I'll I'll uh, I'll photograph them as I kind of yeah. take them out. Right. But yeah, it's 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 lucky guy, it dude. A, lucky. It was a very generous gift, and. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I was a little uncomfortable with it, but I think it's fun. I'll share it with the I'll share it with the group, and I'm sure I, I know at least there's like a couple of GBH doubles and some other things that we, I have multiple copies of. And um, you know, he was a huge compilation guy, and I am actually not such a big compilation guy. Like I never pull out a compilation and play it. I do uh, like a soundtrack, but I'm just not a big compilation guy. So that might be some stuff that's. Uh, I share horse trade or something. We'll see. Well, back in the yeah, J- Jelly Beans is one that I don't have that I would love to have. But um, mm. back, back in the day, um, you know, bands are first. Started. Last time I tried, for the record, last time I tried to bring Neil a record, I brought a record. I'm like, hey, dude, I got something. He's like, I already got it. Like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't have that one. But um, <laughs> back in the day, you know, the punk bands they would only put seven inches out. So it's a yeah. lot of those compilations were just compilations of the seven inch tracks before Single they even thing. had an album out, which is why compilations were well, so I, big back then. You know, I remember when I was when I was doing bands. You know, uh, it was expensive to even put a CD out or whatever. So there was a lot of comp CDs in the '90s where you know a bunch of bands would pay a little bit of money and throw in two tracks and on a comp, yeah. You'd have ten bands with two tracks each, and uh, be on a CD or whatever. So yeah, we we did a we did a few of those over the years, at least three that I can I can remember right off the top of my head. I think we did some tapes where it was just like yeah, take it to put it on the tape. They'd well, send you a tape here, make as many copies as you want, hand this out. Well, so jelly beans. So uh, I, I got some history with that one because when I first came okay. to the states, which is actually almost forty years exactly to the day, because I came mm-hmm. you know uh, start of the college year in nineteen eighty three. So it's 40 okay. years almost to the day. So my gotcha. good friend Tommy the Kami, who we've met, yep. Um, yep. we would eat uh, – because <laughs> he didn't have any money. So we would eat fucking tuna fish and barbecue sauce sandwiches in his, even in if he in had his apartment. It, he, even, if, even if he had it, would he spend it, Neil? That's <laughs> no, the question. No, no, he wouldn't. But he didn't, he didn't have any money. We didn't either one of us because I was an exchange student. Sure. We didn't have any money. Sure. So, But anyway, he had a – like a copy, of, a cassette copy of a copy of a copy of Jelly Beans, and we would mm. listen to that. And uh, some of the tracks on I was blown away because I'd never, I hadn't heard American hardcore really before that. Mm. And um, so that compilation means a lot to me just because of some of those tracks. What's it got on it? What's it got um, on? I can't think of it. It's got it, well, it's got it's got some early Circle Jerks. Obviously, it's got Black Flag. I believe mm. it's got like. Um, What's oh, fuck uh, slave to my dick? I think that's the UK, uh, the US subhumans or Canadian subhuman oh, Canadian. slave to my dick. Um, I don't know, man. It's just got some classics on there which I'd never heard anything like it. Flipper, it's got Flipper on there. Uh, I think DOA. Um, so this is where oh, I got. Oh, here we go. Here, I got it. Okay. Yeah. So Flipper, ha ha ha. 
Yep. 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 The Prisoner, Black Flag Police Story, Bad Bane's Pay to Come, Pay to Come, Not the Punks Fuck Off, Circle Jerks, Paid Vacation, Really Red, Underrated, Band from Texas, Prostitution, Don't Know That One. Oh, The Feeders, Jesus Entering from the Rear. Yeah, that's where I first heard that. It's all yours, buddy. I'll throw you that copy. The Subhuman, Slave to My Dick, Giza X. There's a Giza X record in that box. Oh, wow. You goddamn kids, or something it's called. Yep. B people, wounds, starting to get a little more obscure here. The offs, anonymous, half Japanese, Christian lunch, and voice farm. Boy, side two really takes a dive. I yeah, it does. It does. Uh, but, that, but that fucking but, side one is how classic is that but side the one? The Canadian subhumans are great though. I, yeah. They're they're actually highly underrated. I mean, obviously, no connection to the British band, but they're good. Good band. See, it's so funny because I always thought for like thirty years. Uh, for, well, 40 years, I guess. Slave to my dick, I thought, that's a song about a girl that, you know, just loves this guy's dick. And actually, it turns out it's just the opposite. It's saying that the guy is a slave to his dick himself. and he yes. can't control himself. So it's actually interesting it, that, I thought know. it was a pro, a pro Richard Nixon song, actually. <laughs> very, very common among the punk crowd. Love it. Yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's a great compilation. But like I say, so back then, Tom just had, I think I told you this before, he had all these cassette tapes he's recorded from somebody. And we didn't even know who some of them were. So it was only all later. All these cassette tapes that he stole to fight the capitalist pigs, huh? Well, probably just like you know, taped off a tape, off a tape, off a tape. And it's only sure. later on I found out Sounded that one was one was negative approach and one was the necros. Ah, okay. it was only like years, decades later I found out that oh, I know this because Tom ah. used to play at his kitchen while we were mm-hmm. eating fucking open pit barbecue sauce and tuna fish sandwiches and white bread. That's, That's uh, yeah. So that was nineteen eighty. That was nineteen eighty three. That was me in nineteen eighty three for you. Could have at least fried them up, right? <laughs> that would, you'd have to turn the cooker on for that. There you go. <laughs> Pay for electricity. Yeah. So yeah, forty years, man. Forty years I've been uh, in this country, basically. For you know. Hmm. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. Why don't I play a forty-year-old song to celebrate? Go for it, mate. Um. Let's do. My bad brains, I guess. So I mentioned the bad brains. Yeah. I mentioned the bad brains. This is actually kind of an outlier because most of the stuff was from California. But, of course, the Bad Brains put out that classic self-titled first album only on cassette, right? RAR, yes. or whatever yep. the label was. Yep. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Um, which is the, the kind of the undisputed classic. But then, somehow, they ended up hooking up a label. And who produced the second album deal? Do you know right off the top of your head? Rick Akasek from The Cars. Rick Akasek, that's right, from yep. The Cars. So it's a little more uh, easily palatable. But it's a bunch of the same songs. Yep, which is my first on, introduction to them was that. Yeah, yeah. on Rock for, Li- Rock for Light, um, the second Bad Brains album. The first one, like I said, self-titled. Um, I'm going to play one of the songs that wasn't on the first album. I'm going to play the title track, actually. It's called Rock for Light. This is Bad Brains doing Rock for Light. <laughs> I'm 
Viggo and Neil. Okay, that was yeah. I was not, say really, was not really one you think. Not really one you think of when you think of classic Bad Brains, but not a bad song. Not a bad song. So let me ask you this: So Bad Brains, apart yes. apart from that first album, which we'll 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 count that cassette and that first record, Rock for Light, as their first album, kind of a, you know all together. Apart from mm-hmm. that, what else do you have from the Bad Brains? Because I don't have anything. Okay, so all their '80s stuff, at least all their proper LPs from the '80s, are worth listening to. There's only two really? more, really. Okay. Yeah, Eye Against Eye is pretty solid, and um, The Quickness. Those two. Hmm. I, I I would say all four of those. I don't have them on vinyl, but I have a I have like that '90s album they did called Rise, where they had a different singer. That wasn't really anything good. And then once HR came back. I, I never none of the albums really like build a nation or all. I mean, they weren't horrible, but they never really got my attention too much. Are they doing more reggae stuff than they were doing hardcore stuff? Uh, you know, it's a mix. Because our reggae stuff is pretty horrible. Here's the thing: I think the reggae stuff works in the context of the hardcore songs. So, like, if it's a twelve-song album and two of the songs are reggae, I think that works. Uh, just if nothing else, to break up the just breakneck songs. I agree with but you. Yeah, I agree not, with I'm you there, but for someone that listened to other reggae at the time, yeah. it's, it's just not done very well, but there, there we go. That's, you that's, know, that's another thing. It's, it's funny, right? Because I think they were good musicians. Probably oh, yeah. better better than average. But weren't they like a funk band or whatever before they even became a hardcore band? Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I think Jazz Fusion. Yeah, like yeah jazz, jazz Fusion. Yeah, Jazz Fusion. Yeah, which you have to be a good musician for that, right? Jesus. I would, I would think. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I can't stand listening to it to find out. <laughs> I could Possibly. <laughs> I Indeed. Possibly. Anyway, I what else is on your mind, Bill? I couldn't possibly comment on it. So today, oh, dude, this is a and this is a thing for. Okay, so our listeners, I'm imagining most of our listeners are, you know, getting on a bit, right? I don't think we have any twenty-year-olds listening to us, do we? Yeah, that guy. The, so the guy who gave me the record collection <laughs> is in his mid-fifties. Hmm. Um, and what, what's his name? Give he, him another shout out for doing that. Hey Rob. His name is Rob. He lives in Muskegon. Is, he, I, I think we'll is probably, he the guy I met? Have a little more chance. Is he the guy uh, I met that was spitting all over me at the fucking show at the uh, pyramid scheme? No, 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 no. That was some. That was that was Jeff, the mayor of Grammar's Punk. Uh, no, okay. that's yeah. different guy. Um, but no, his name's Rob. He's from Muskegon. He doesn't. Uh, his name's Rob Noxious from Muskegon area. I don't even know what his real last name is, for being honest. Good man. But uh, he's. I think he's kind of our. our quintessential listener in that he's in his mid-50s still loves the music but doesn't really have a lot of you know peers around him to yeah go to shows with and stuff so yeah, i said that's, that's told a shame him, dude because he he pretty much has to drive past my place to go to gr so i'm like dude just you know we'll go we'll go to more shows yeah except for when we go out of town you know when i go out of town to show detroit or chicago we spend the night we never drive home anymore right we're just too old and too drunk and <laughs> <laughs> so then you need like a fourth, right? Because it, unless unless Scott couldn't go for whatever reason. So anyway, yeah, thanks, Rob. It's I'll uh, I will really uh, enjoy it, and uh, like I said I'll probably share a little bit, and I'm gonna probably uh, let these other people live vicariously through me by putting lots of pictures up. So so I've actually got a ton of records I haven't put pictures up yet. I've kind of been sucking at it lately. Yeah, you've but, been getting a lot of records recently, haven't you? I haven't really bought. Yeah, any. I mean, honestly, it's ridiculous. I can't even. I don't even so you I, know what? It's funny because you said I got room, I got room. I said no, you don't. But you, but when your daughter took her records, you actually do have room now. Huh? Yeah, I do. I have, I have lots of room now. So send me stuff. You have to um, fill that hole in your heart with more records than you've been. 
So if there's any people in Chicago listening and want to get rid of their old vinyl, I'm happy to take it. Believe me. Yeah, it'll be like it'll be like Perry Comb. It'll be like just something <laughs> grand <laughs> So any, so so anyway, so older folks, old getting older. Okay. Yeah. So we have to take care of ourselves. Tell you what. So I think I, a while ago, I think I talked have about. You been, have you been doing your self-check prostate exams well, again? I think I talked about going through my first uh, colonoscopy. That was probably about three ah, years yes. ago. I think I talked about that. So today yeah. I went to a dermatologist because, you know, you get weird moles and stuff on yourself. So you want to make sure mm. you don't have the skin cancer. So dudes, everybody out there, check yourself. And if you're seeing any moles that look weird or have changed or whatever, um, go check it out. So I was convinced. Or at least I, incorporate it into a tattoo. I was, I was, well, I was funny. I asked the dermatologist that today, actually. But anyway, um, um, I, I'd noticed a mole that was looking, it would have been changing. So I was like, you know, I should probably fucking go. I've never been. So I went and luckily it wasn't anything, but I convinced myself <laughs> that I would convince myself I had fucking skin cancer. So when I got out, I was so happy. I went out before you had your colonoscopy. You were sure you had colon I was. cancer. <laughs> I, was. Uh, I was, I was, I was a hypochondriac. I'm, I'm yeah. like the totally opposite. I'm like the foolhardy guy. I'm like, ah, it's fine. You know, I've just been bleeding out my ass for a month. It's fine. Yeah. Well, dude, just wait, just wait till you, 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 you 10 years behind me. We just do Wait. Oh, dude, but yeah, I'm in such bad shape. I mean, I, I get windy going up and down stairs. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But anyway, so... I haven't really let myself go, pal. Folks, don't, you know, don't die at 27 or whatever. Go get yourself checked out. So, anyway, I was all clear. Well, I mean, 27 is the coolest age to die at. But if you're already older than that, which most of our listeners are, you might as well keep on trucking. So, I immediately went out after I got my all clear. and went out and went to a Mexican restaurant and got hammered. So... That's what you do to congratulate yourself, right? But uh, but yeah, especially because, like we said, you know, my my only daughter moved out yesterday, so it's kind yeah. of a sad time in the house. So I was kind of happy to be. We were happy to be out today. Getting. Uh, did you work at all today? I did. I worked in the morning today. I went oh, in the I office. Say, what a lifestyle, man! Yeah, I went in the office this morning. So Rick, another guy my age who's got colon cancer—not uh, colon cancer. He has bladder cancer, but he's doing good. Yeah. He just got back. He had two yeah. weeks in Europe. He was just on a river cruise in Europe. Boy, Rick is living his best life. I like that. He is. He is. He went to. Uh, he was started off in Amsterdam, then they cruised to Austria, then Germany, and they finished up in Hungary. Oof. So it sounded like he had a that. fucking great time, man. Yeah, it's expensive. See, I. I uh, Rick is a real man. Like he's more of a man than we are, right? I oh mean, this fuck guy's yeah! Got cancer and he still smokes. Oh, he smokes like a fucking chimney. The guy's like my hero. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to do it, but still. It's yeah, I mean, he drinks like a fish and he fucking smokes like a fucking chimney. Uh, I mean, but he's you uh, you're right. He's living his best life. They just he's I a think, role model, if we're being honest. I think this cruise was like fifteen grand or something. It wasn't. It oh. certainly wasn't. It certainly wasn't cheap. But he did it like two, he booked it like eighteen months ago. So it didn't, you know, by that time it was all paid off, so it didn't seem like it was anything, you know, but, you know. Yikes. But it sounds like it was fucking amazing, I'll be honest. It was like two weeks on this boat, you know, everything was all covered, you know, the the food and the drink and everything. And, of course, he drinks his... He drinks his weight by 10 yeah, o'clock in the morning, you know? Well, that's the know? thing, too. If you get one of these things that are all-inclusive, you feel like you got to get your money's worth to a certain extent. Yeah, that's right. You know they water the drinks down, so you just get two of them. Well, on this boat, I don't think they do, because um, he said it was, like, Belar- Belarusians behind the bar or something, and every time, he oh, got a dr- every time he got a drink, the bartender got a drink. There you <laughs> so, go. So one for it, you, one for me. Yeah, it, 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 man, it sounded like it was a hell of a time, but, uh, hmm. yeah. Man, how do we get on oh, to that? Yeah. 
I don't remember. know. I don't remember. Oh, but anyway, so, yeah, anyway, take care of yourselves, people. folks. Yeah, go get yourself checked. Tom, have you had a colonoscopy yet? Hell no. You're at that age, buddy. Fifty. I know. Colonoscopy because um, well, I, I asked strangers. I, I've been asking strangers to help me out with it, and they just no luck <laughs> so far. No, I, I have not. I, I'm I, I'm I'm like yourself. So like, I don't know, man. I haven't been taking very good care of myself. I don't really know what's going on out there. Well, you should because. Um, Laura, uh, she's the president of our condo, local condo, whatever, local condo. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. But anyway, she befriended this older guy. And, uh, you know, he's almost like, a, almost like a granddad or something. And he had no family. Sure. So anyway, it turns out he's got stage three or something, colon cancer. I mean, really mm-hmm. bad, really bad. So it's the silent killer. So, Jesus. Well, you better hurry up and pill for the rest of his bank account before he... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have any records, unfortunately. He no, yeah, he has no if he good did, records. If he did, it'd be like Fred Astaire. <laughs> yeah, Fred yeah, Astaire. exactly, exactly, exactly. So, mm. anyway, um, all right. Why don't you play another song, buddy? All right. So, well, well, I'll give you the choice. Should I play something newer, or should I play Combat Eighty Four Rapist? I don't know. I'm sick of thinking. <laughs> okay, I'll play something newer. This is a band called On File, who I believe are from Scotland, mm. and. Um, I don't know if they're still going, but I know at least they were going in the last 10 years or so. So this song is called Just Another Yob. So another oi band, this time from Scotland. Just another, uh, on file, Just Another Yob.
there you go. That was On File with just another Yob, which I think is a great song. And you know, oh, this is something else I want to talk about. You know why we heard it? Mm. So, um, you know, the last time I saw you, I think the next day I was going to buy a new car, right? My old car was a 2012. And I, I, I can't remember that. So yeah, yeah so I, I got a new I got a new Subaru Subaru Crosstrek. It's 2024. I mean, it's it goes, it goes goes great with your Birkenstocks, right? <laughs> it's the Crosstrek, so it's the sports model, right? So it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah, look quite super macho. I mean, either way, it's a little station wagon. I it mean, doesn't look no... quite so lesbian, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this thing came with like three months of free. Um, oh fuck! What's it? What's a digital digital radio? Oh, like satellite radio. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so it comes with three months of that. Or whatever. So, yeah, serious. So Jeez, it was I like, think. oh, it, this is a punk channel. Let me listen to this. Oh boy. So, um, dude, it is the weirdest fucking thing. It is. Is it actually a punk? Because when I still had it, there was no punk channel. There was a channel called Faction that played some that's, punk. Yeah, but, Faction. That's it. Faction. But they also play hip hop and stuff, right? So no, it just plays. It just plays punk. But what they call punk oh. is a very wide genre. So it's mainly and eighty percent of it's Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two. During the day, Blink One Eighty Two. Some a lot of some Forty One. Oh, um, shit like that. But when I drove home today at lunchtime, they actually played some really good stuff. Mm. I, have, I have to say, maybe so, it's like curated. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, different hours. I think it's curated differently. It's probably AI, right? Yep. And I don't even remember why I brought this up. But maybe I heard the On File song from there, because I'd never heard of that band Ah. before. So maybe I heard it on there. So that's why. I guess it was a... I guess it was on a uh, an Oi compilation (laughs) 7-inch with um, one of Lars's bands. So, anyway. What is that that I'm listening to right now? My phone. I hit it. Ah. I'm like my mother. I can't control my phone um i uh when i had satellite radio when i drove truck i used to listen to i really loved marky ramon had a great show i looked for that it looked like that's gone and it was called marky ramon's punk rock blitzkrieg and he turned me on to a few new bands i actually that was at a time in my life where i really needed to find some new bands and he was there for me but he also played a lot of old stuff too it was always I find him to be, for the most part, an insufferable bore. Yes. But there is, it is funny when he's like, here's a song by some old friends of mine, The Clash. You know? <laughs> like, well, that's pretty cool. He's friends of The Clash. I mean, they probably thought he was a dick, but he, he thought they were his friends. Oh, that's so. kind of it. Yeah, so I looked for that channel, actually, because I, I... It was on Faction. Yeah. Oh, it was on Faction? Show was, oh, yeah. it was a show on Faction. It was, it was on, a what? show, yeah. It wasn't a channel. It yeah. wasn't its own channel, okay. Yeah. So I'm certainly not going to read it. It was a two-hour, like a two-hour show. and okay. They had other people that had shows, but his was definitely the most punk-centric of the shows. Well, so far I've heard nothing old on this, on Faction, but it's, hmm. uh, it is it is all over the place. For you should not. write them an angry Grandpa Simpson-type letter. <laughs> Well, the funny thing is... I'm you, sick of all these new punk bands. Maybe they'll give me a show. You can they, play they, Channel 3 and Aggression all day long. They used to have one of those like, <coughs> like lead-ins, like, you know, where guys from bands, you know, Mike Ness will be like, this is Mike Ness and this is Faction yeah. on Sirius. They used to have one for Just Insane from Anti-Flag. <laughs> they, don't, uh, they, they don't play that one anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have any too chicks? Soon, too, yeah, soon. too soon, Too soon. Too soon. Um... But I don't know why I even brought that up. So anyway, San Diego. So yeah, so Lydia's moved to San Diego, so I'm probably going to be um, going out to San Diego fairly regularly. So I always knew I always knew you were bound to end up by coastal. Any of our friends that uh, any of our listeners who live in the San Diego area, um, 
uh, let us know because I'd be happy to uh, to meet up with you guys and go out for a drink or something, you know, sometime. So I'm going to come in for the advert show. Lower Class Brats are playing in like two weeks uh, with mm. the Dwarves. So I might actually be in town for that one too. Mm. So, um, yeah, so my, my life might be changing a little bit in regards to some of that stuff. That's cool, man. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm sorry that your daughter moved away. I know that sucks. I, you know, I obviously I have four kids. Two of them yep. moved out. It, it it was awful both times. Yeah, I, it is right. But here's the thing, right? You know, Lydia's twenty three, right? Twenty two, yep. twenty three. It's time. It's natural. You want you raise your kids to be independent. You yes. want them to be independent. So you 100%. can't be you can't be disappointed when they do what they're supposed to do. I mean, if she was still living at home at thirty, it would be worse, right? <laughs> Yeah, it would. <laughs> and who knows? It could still happen. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could. <laughs> well, you know, or or she, you know, is this this uh, seaman? Her friend is uh, a San Diego native, right? No, he's actually from uh, Northern California. Oh, he's Northern just, California. He's just, he's just based in San Diego. You watch, right now. You know, she's gonna, and I know she might not be the settling down type, but she's gonna have a couple of babies and then split up with a guy and end up back in the condo. With grandma and grandpa and a couple of screaming kids. Now this is a sick. <laughs> this is better than better than the redneck uh, local small town guy befriends young black kids. That's a it's an episode of the podcast right there. Yeah, I guess. God damn it's these a, fucking grandkids! It's an, it's an it's an episode already. I mean, I'll be like seventy. Right. I'll be seventy by then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like granddad, just sitting there rocking your life away. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, so yeah, so that's. Well, listen, that's, man. I yeah. hope it was therapeutic. You know, talking it out a little bit. I know uh, we've been having. It's it's been a, a we're, we're, we've had a little bit of a rough patch as a family. I gotta say, I think we're kind of turning it around now. But uh, so it's always hard to find the motivation to podcast, but it almost always is therapeutic. I think so. Hopefully, you feel a little better. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Your daughter's um, gone, dude, but I will be your son if you die. I'll take your <laughs> too. No, you're not having my fucking records, you fucking vampire. <laughs> but just do you, yeah. you have a biological child? You're not gonna leave me your records? Uh, no, Lydia will get them, but mm. she, she left most of her records here actually because she couldn't move everything. So yeah, that's you know. a big pain, right? Yeah, Southwest is nice, man. You can check two bags for free. So she was, huh. uh, she had just, two big just like heavy bags. bags of records. Yeah. yeah. One of one of her hideous cats uh, went. Not one of the hurlers ones. In the she, in the bag. Uh, <laughs> no, she she had to use it as a carry on. Did she leave her hairless? Oh yes, uh, Helena's still here. Yeah. So, so it's some the two hairlesses. At some point, uh, she, we'll have to take that one out to Helena out to to uh, to San Diego. But uh, mm. as of right now, yeah, we have three cats in the house instead of four. Yeah. That's so nice. No, it is actually because cats. We don't have to take them outside, and they don't make a lot of noise. Yeah, I suppose. So, it's I all good. Suppose. It's all good, man. Yeah, I suppose. So, did you have anything else? Because I thought you said you had some shit you wanted to. No, I think we pretty much went over it. About. Uh, all right. Well, you have one more song to play. We're double checking now, make sure I didn't miss anything. But no, I just had a couple thoughts. We have we haven't. It seems like our, our recording schedule is so screwy. You know, we have we don't have any. It's amazing after going on going towards four years that we still don't really have any sort of a set schedule. No, we just and maybe that's why we've been able to last this long. Because I yeah. guess if we had to do it every Wednesday at eight o'clock or whatever, I guess it would become kind of a drag, right? It would. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, true. It's true. Well, and 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 you know, once again, you know, we still enjoy it. I hope people enjoy it. I, I think a lot of people that started with us almost four years ago are still with us. Most of them, hopefully. Yeah, I think hopefully so. Because well, it's what it seems like do along the way, and you know, dude, by we're looking still at the... holding tight at two pieces of hate mail. So by bad. look by looking at the Facebook group. 
Um, especially our best of the year 2023. We've gained a ton of new fucking listeners since then. Yeah, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, the bands are pretty good about, uh, it's amazing, you know, you know, everything's social media now, right? It's amazing the bump we can get from a band that's like a hardworking young band who really works their social media can sometimes be bigger than the bump we can get from being shared by a much bigger band. Right. Yeah, it's weird, right? So, and we, we and listen, we, we we appreciate it when the bands do share it. I mean, we don't, it's not what we're doing this for, but it's it's nice. And uh, yeah, you know, for every episode we pick up a couple couple new people, that's great. Yeah, well, it seems like we picked up a ton. Actually, the Dicky Devil and the Deviants folks. Yeah, I saw they jumped all over us, man. That's great. Yeah, they're friends of our pals, uh, Good Men Doing Nothing. Yep. Who I will be hanging out with one week from today. Yeah, and and so talking probably in a state of a state of uh, you know disarray. So talking about yeah, you'll be there tonight, right now, right? Yeah. Um, talking about that, I mean, I thought I was still going to be able to make it up until when Lydia moved because we weren't sure when she was actually going to move. Yeah, so, it was. I know you kind of been in a holding pattern. There. Yeah. It's kinda... So I mean, that's kind of one of the good things. Is yeah, I mean, it was sad to see a move, but I'm glad that you know we have a we have a date now. You know. Yeah. Um, but there's a very good chance that we're going to be heading out to uh, San Diego probably. A couple days after I get home, it's all yeah, like that. yeah, something like that. So I wouldn't, you know, I, as best will in the world, I was hoping I could go to Savage Mountain, but I just don't think it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, yeah, it's such a great lineup this year. Though. I gotta figure out a way to, I gotta figure out a way to get out to San Diego with you, man. I, yeah. I have never, you know, I've been out west a few times, but I have never set foot in California. Hmm. Well, yeah, we'll have to change that for sure. Yeah. I guess. Yep. Neil, uh, in my small town, we think that everyone in California is a bunch of communists and homosexuals. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I can't. I think that's it. I guess, huh? Yeah. So talking about people in California, we've vetted um, our spleens. Yeah, we, dude. I did. I was so angry when I came on the show tonight. I was so angry about so many things, but now I'm kind of forgetting what I was angry about. I mean, once again, we're not pro-rape people. We're not pro-rape. Oh Jesus Christ! Of course we're not. We're, but we are. We are. No, we're going to we get a. Uh, we're going to get angry letters like, "Stop being such a pussy about rape." When I was a kid, we raped everybody. <laughs> I am pro due process. How's that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and not false accusations. That's what I'm anti. So yes. So if you're anti anti flags, I mean you're pro flag. You pro, uh, that's what it's a that, double negative. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna form a skinhead band next. He's gonna join Patriot. <laughs> Patriot Junior. <laughs> yeah. Give us some more yeah. history lessons. Indeed. Size. So what's your last song uh, there, buddy boy? Oh, so this is another record I recently acquired. <laughs> another record you stole from this uh, from this I, unconscious I, I not, uh, punk I, I rocker. Resist, I resisted for a while, but it's you know what, what am I going to do? I, I I'm just going to say thanks, thanks, Rob. This yeah, is thanks, uh, Rob. Good man. Play this title track from the. Best Aggression album, don't be mistaken. Recently reissued by Trust Records, who continues to do great work bringing Lost, not even Lost, but bringing classic records back to life. We should probably get one of the Trust guys on. Yeah, we probably should. It, it's, uh, yeah, it, maybe if we get him on to kiss their ass, he'll send us. Send yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, w- I would love to know why they choose the albums they choose to reissue. Well, because it's funny, right? Because the last one they just put out was that DFL, Dead, Dead Fucking Last or something. Right. Yep. Which had one of the guys from the Beastie Boys in it, so I see how that has sort of a an interest. But you ever listen to that? It's pretty hard. Pretty hard to listen to. It's, it's, pretty, not, it's not good at all. It's pretty amateurish. Uh, yes. 
I don't hate it, but it's pretty amateurish. Yeah. So why did um, they cho- why did they choose that, and why did they choose I, aggression? I, not, it's all not, interesting, not, right? Well, the, okay. So the aggression one, I know they're they're sort of focusing on the BYO catalog. Hmm. So they've done the two seven seconds records, first two seven seconds records. They've done the uh, aggression record. You know what? I'd like to get a repress of that. I don't. Have, I'd like to get a nice repress of the sound and the fury by Youth Brigade. Yeah. We, yeah. Agreed. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, I thought you were going to say Huey Lewis Sports there for a second. Yes, that's a good. Uh, no, I'll <laughs> stick with my original 1985 copy or whatever it is. Can't beat um, that, man. Can't beat the, that. The thing I'll say about the um, oh dang it, Neil, you made me lose my lose my train of thought. Um, Aggression. I don't know. U three eight. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what I was going to say. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. But uh, well, they're doing what, good. Oh what, no, what I was. I know what I was going to say. I go was going to say. I mean. At the end of the year, it would be fascinating, because I don't really keep track, but it would be fascinating to know, I'm pretty sure I buy more reissues than I do new releases in any given year, but I I don't really keep track too much. Okay. So, anyway, but there's a lot of classics I don't have on wax. I only have on CD or in loving memory, so... Or on some kind of compilation or something. So anyway, all right. Listen, Aggression. thanks everybody for listening. Oh yeah. Oh, oh we're gonna play out with that. I don't know. You're the producer. <laughs> okay. Let's let's play that right now. So this is Aggression with uh, the title tracker, right? Yes. Don't, don't be Their mistaken. Greatest record. Don't even say. Oh, that's right. We got off track on yep. the whole. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Aggression. One G. Mis- yep. One G. Don't be mistaken.
All right, that was aggression with you one, know, with one G. Have, have they been cancelled yet? Because they use the I SS. I was going to say, I just, I just, I just uh, was informed that aggression is cancelled because they use the SSSs yes. in aggression for that one album only. Actually, yes, they really never had a steady logo. It always kind of changed. So if if the lady was angry about the Iron Cross, which predates Nazism by a hundred years, she should yeah. be very angry about the double S in aggression. Uh, right? Don't well, even tell her about so angry. She's don't gonna tell her there's a band called Iron Cross. She's gonna she's gonna bust a fucking wig is what she's gonna do. Jesus Next, Christ! That, that's what we, I mean, we could almost do a whole other episode just with songs inspired by this episode. I love them in the city. <laughs> uh, die for your government. Rapist. Uh, yeah. We could do uh, Crucify for Your Sins, maybe Iron Cross. Oh, great! You know, we yeah, we haven't played that yet. That's a great fucking song. Yep. That that EP is tremendously good. Yeah, it yeah. is. I have that. Yeah. Skinhead Glory. Yes. Yes, I do not. I do not get on that Trust Records. <laughs> of course, that was just seven inch, right? Seven inch. Yeah, that's the one I have. Anyways, a seven inch. Yeah. yeah. Your friend, your friend, you didn't manage to steal it off your friend, Rob. No, he <laughs> didn't have that one. <laughs> I Tell assume him. he's not in the market anymore. There was actually a couple of '90s things in it, but like I said, for the most part, it was. And I think he said it was like stuff that his mom had just held on to for him. Oh wow! Okay. So I think he was he was in the service. I know, and I think he was in SoCal in the service okay. during the like the mid '80s when that stuff was going on. So, anyway, thanks, Rob. Rob, this this show is officially brought to you by Rob Noxious, my pal, who's uh, given me. Records to play with for months, if not years. Dedicated to Rob Noxious this episode. Yes. That? Yeah. So, and I, I think we got a couple of shows coming up that we're going to, so that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, well, outside of Savage Mountain, what's the next show you got coming up? Uh, when I come back, actually, the Tuesday, so I'm coming back Sunday, the Tuesday I get back, we're going to see Life of Agony and Sick of It All oh, at the Pyramid Scheme. Some New York hardcore, okay. And then the next Tuesday, we were supposed to go see Wasp and oh, Armor Saint, Stop but it. Blackie Lawless, much like Dave Vanian, his back is jacked up, so he had to cancel the whole tour. <laughs> so he's, the, he's not that lawless, is he, really? He's got, it's Dude, he, he, he looks pretty, pretty rough, if I'm being honest. But I had never seen them, and I thought it would be fun. Oh, boy, that's it. too funny. <laughs> got the tickets, like, once again, wasn't selling well, so I got the tickets, like, four for 80 or something. Yeah. So I got tickets for all my pals, I'm like... And it's at that horrible venue, that Twenty Minute Live. It's managed by the House of Blues people, Oy. so it's the beers are too expensive. It's it's just obnoxious corporate venue, you know. Yeah, That's as opposed bad. to the Pyramid Scheme, where it's like four dollar tall boys and good eyelines, you know, good sightlines. So that's bad religion for you, though. Against but after, but after that, it really kicks in because we have that one, and then. And then September's got a bunch of stuff, including like Agent Orange at the end of the month, and just, just there's just it's just uh, through November it looks pretty good actually. So. Right. And, then we and I, I think, I, I think the next time I see you might be. I still plan to do Anti Heroes. I, I don't know if you decided whether or not you're coming down for that. I don't know if you're going to be traveling a lot or whatever. But I, I have every intention of being at Reggie's for Antiheroes on November the... Jesus Christ, I hope I see you before then. Jesus. 11th. Yeah, you didn't make your summer trip down this year, which you certainly still can if it works out. Yeah, I think... I think Well, depending on the San Diego show. Yeah, I definitely, thing, I definitely right? plan to. Especially my new car. It's not going to break down when I'm driving there over go. there, so you can well, you laugh got, at my... Well, you, I hate to say it, but you have more exciting places to go now than my house. But, you know, you, you need a little... Uh, Small town lynching type <laughs> living. Come down here. We'll do some lynching. We'll do some wear our cowboy boots. We'll do the whole thing. Yeah, don't try that in a small town, baby. We'll yeah. go around knocking Bud Light cans out of people's hands. Yeah, 
Well, I, I assume no one in your town is selling Bud Light, for fuck's sake. Oh, no, they don't... Listen, we're not that stupid. We don't care about was, this crap. It, it was I'm a sure joke. It was a I'm joke. I'm sure there's individual... Yeah, well, I'm sure there's individual <laughs> people who aren't drinking it. Here's the thing, though. You you'll, buy, you'll buy it if it's cheap enough, right? Well, that's what I was going to say. Mark that stuff 50% <laughs> off, man, and give me a bucket of it. As shitty as it tastes, as shitty as it tastes, he'll be all over it. My pants have gotten very tight. I might consider going to some kind of a muumu or dress type garment. (laughs) Oh my god! Now that's punk rock, dude. Just a big oversized like uh, (laughs) couple bono or something. Muumu Tom. Yeah, exactly. With my, I get some Doc Martens sticking out the bottom. My <laughs> oh god, that's good. All right, buddy. Well, listen. Yes. It's good to talk. It's good to talk to you. It's good to catch up. We yep. appreciate uh, we appreciate everybody hanging in there with us. I hope we uh, you know we added some light to your otherwise dreary existence. Get your colonoscopies and get your fucking skin checked oh out, god. everybody. You know, could you stop worrying about what people are putting in their asses for once? Hey, listen, I've got to well, try and outlive Charlie Harper, so I got to I got to get everything checked out. All right. <laughs> All right, then. All right, buddy. So, well, we played aggression, right? We got that done? Yeah, okay. All right. So, yep. Stay free, everybody. Stay safe, everybody. Go go see a dog. You bet, man. Go see a specialist. We'll smell you later. Don't forget your, uh, don't forget your, your, uh, yeah. (laughs) Protect your soft white skin, your soft white English skin. (laughs) That's what the guy said to me. He goes, you're Celtic origin, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Dude, I look like a Mexican right now. I am just brown as can be, man. I'm brown and I'm loving it. So racist. Hey, why did the Mexican push his wife off the bridge? Oh, jeez. I don't want to know, do I? Tequila. <laughs> oh. On that note. You. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye, everybody. See you later. <laughs>
Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, <laughs> ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.